0: Hello, and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week, I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your Dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer, and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. hello and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I'm your host Aloise Sirfleet Middleton and this week I am so excited to introduce you to two dear friends of mine who I've been trying to get on the show for a while and they finally said yes and these guys are incredible spiritual masters I would say. Uh, Sandra Biskind and Daniel Biskind, welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. Welcome. Thank
1: you. With absolutely and it's just stunning to be with your beautiful audience yeah thank you for inviting us
0: well you know you two are just magic like I've actually experienced Sandra and Daniel's work um, when Sandra was over in England she and I are uh, members of a similar organization and it was just so transformational so I'd love for you uh, Daniel do you mind explaining uh, a little bit more about your work and what you guys do in the world that would be amazing
1: Well, we'd love to talk about it, thank you. We empower people to show up as the best version of themselves. When we see you, I like to quote Michelangelo, who said, when asked how did he carve David, I see the angel in the stone, he said, and I carve until the angel is set free. And we see you as a perfect divine angel, actually a perfect divine white light being. And the stone that we carve are this unconscious programs, stories, ideas, and beliefs that may be inherited, that may be from past lives, alternate lives, et cetera. But those beliefs, programs, are what cover up our perfection of our true self. Mm-hmm. And so it's identifying and neutralizing those that reveals who we really are. And that's the way I would describe the basic work of the Platinum Life System, which is the work that we've been given by our sources. Yeah,
2: um, yeah I mean, Platinum was really downloaded. People say to us that Platinum was out there And uh, I was just waiting to come down and dance with humanity. And uh, platinum is is what is left of us when all of the programs have been cleared out. So it's our perfect uh, divine nature of peace. It's the most powerful energy in the world that is love, it's awareness, it's trust, integrity, neutrality, Mm -hmm. unity and mindfulness. And when we've learnt to master all of those things, which is what the was what what it's the system that we have put together over the last couple of decades that we teach people globally to master uh, being able to change their frequency and change their state instantly so that they come into these enlightened states of being. Once you have felt the bliss and the enormous expansion of enlightenment of really moving from being stuck in a 3D reality mm. and moving or 5D reality, there's no going back. And so Platinum and the and the, uh, the system that we've created, which is in our book Codebreaker, Discover the Password to Unlock the Best Version of You, and there it is in Eloise's hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we created a journal to go with it because we've realised with this body of work that when you go through this book, we could see people scribbling notes all all the way through it because of these aha moments, right? Because we were having aha moments as the information was coming through. So we created a beautiful journal that you can have beside you and you can keep writing through the journal. So some people have been reading Codebreaker for a couple of years now and they've filled a few journals. And it's very exciting to get the feedback From this work that we've been asked to really be the emissaries for, and that is that people are really changing their state. They've become higher frequencies. Things don't trigger them the way they used to. They're not getting as angry, as anxious. And believe me, in a world that we're living in today, that is
0: no mean feat. Absolutely. And you're talking my language when you talk about frequency, because I think that's just you know we're obviously with everything that's happening right now. You know we are ascending you know, essentially going into higher states of consciousness. And I've always loved your guys' work because it resonated with me so much. You know, I totally believe everything is energy. We are energy. Um, and really, it's about returning to that divine sovereign being that we are. Um, so tell us a little bit about, you know, your journeys. Like, because again, I know you two, you love birds. Have, like you, you were divinely brought together really to do this work.
2: Yes, this was definitely a divinely orchestrated marriage. It <laughs> we was <were> t- <laughs> <a random> arranged. <laughs> it was it yes. was yes. arranged. Um, God gave him to me and vice versa. And uh, we feel incredibly
0: response, and that's so lovely. I
2: got incredibly blessed every day. I was told that I was going to marry Daniel before I met him. He was he he was coming to one of my nights. I was doing, I was having a channeling and meditation evening in New Zealand, and he was about to walk through the door and I got told you're going to marry him, and I thought Oh, no God! I am not going to marry someone <laughs> that I've never met, because God says, "Jump and I say, "How high?" And I just went, "That's too high and um And he walked in the door. And I took one look at him Right, I went, God, you have made such a big mistake here. Resistance square. So his, his hair stuck straight up like Dagwood. He had glasses on half an inch thick. He'd been on a vegan diet for 12 months and he looked, he was this thin. I have to tell you, he was so thin. I said to God, you, I couldn't even go to bed with him. He would hurt. I mean, why <laughs> I put my mind went there? I've got no idea. But, well, you can, well, I guess you do. It's 3D, isn't it? And... Uh, and so, but it was really interesting because the frequency again was so strong. Right. And Daniel knew immediately too, didn't you, when you walked in the door?
1: Yes, there was an instant recognition. Aha. And after the meditation. But what did you get? Warning, in, warning,
2: warning, warning.
1: Be careful. I got the words warning, warning, warning. And I translated that to mean, be careful, this woman could rearrange your life. (laughs)
0: Little
1: did you know. (laughs) Yeah, right. And after the meditation evening, we were standing next to each other in the kitchen and I just felt our energy feels.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. And I thought to myself, wow, this feels really good.
2: Yeah. And you know what? That's what it is. I, I, I was trying to back away, but even in my backing away, and and you know trying to fight God, which was a, you know a non-fight, but trying to do that, my ego mind was reacting. Um, even with that, the energy field was very very strong. But and I met Daniel a year after I had probably the ma- the most major spiritual experience of my life. I mean, I've been having, I've been I started speaking with Jesus at the age of three. And so I, I went to my mummy at four and told her I was going to be a priest, and she just looked down at me and said, no, Sandra, you know, you're, you're not Catholic and you're not a man. And I knew I wasn't a man, but I didn't know what Catholic was because there was no religion in our home. And uh, so the next day I went back and I said, okay, mummy, then I'll be a nun. And she said, no, Sandra, you're still not Catholic, and even though nuns are women, you'll never be able to get married and have babies. And i I actually remember putting my hands on my hips and looking up into her eyes and saying, don't you worry about a thing, mummy. When I grow up, I will work for God.
0: Oh, bless. Oh, this is horrible. Yes,
2: and i it was really because Jesus had been telling me, you know, that I was loved, that I was a child of God, that I was here to love and be loved and to teach the world that that is who they are. Right. And I believed this frequency that was speaking to me, and because um, I told, I said to mummy, what does Jesus talk to you about when you go to bed at night? And she was like, um, what does he talk to you about? <laughs> Perfect deflection because she didn't even know where I got that name from mm. because it's never been used in any of the spheres of, of influence that we were in. And uh, But I think that the major spiritual experience for me was uh, in um, 1998 when uh, I really went from... Channeling these beautiful energies to something very major going on, and I was at a, uh, I was a guest and key speaker at the big Brisbane Mind Body Spirit Festival, about you know ten thousand people, and the first day I did the did my first talk at eleven o'clock. The moment I finished at eleven thirty, my whole body went into what I could call crisis. And every cell was, it was, was doing this. It was like electricity was passing through me and I couldn't walk. My brain was, I felt like it was going to break out of my skull. And I started walking back past um, this great big stand of Egyptian past life people who had completely ignored me, by the way. I mean, snubbed me the day before and I walked past them and they all fell down. On their feet and looked at me, and the main woman came up and knelt at her feet and put her arms around me, sobbing and saying, Oh, you walked past us, and all of a sudden, we knew why we were doing what we were doing. And, you know, I was healing people there, and a little girl jumped up on the chair, and I put my hands on her, and the father screamed, He said, Don't you touch my child, because he could feel something that he'd never felt before. And the little girl looked up at his father and said, ah, don't you worry about a thing, Daddy, I'm healed now.
0: I'm fine. And what did you put that down to, Sandra? Was that... Oh, wait, it was... I would be well, saying
2: that. It went, it went on for four days and four nights, and eventually I went to one of my friends whose best friend was um, Carolyn Miss Intuitive in the, on the council. for so Carolyn Mies, is that right, Carolyn Oh, right. Yeah, and um, she took me into a private place and she said, oh, I can't sit anywhere near you. The energy is too strong. And she looked at me and said, I can see exactly what's happening. She said, you've got this huge crystalline like stargate or portal that's already half down into the brain and you've got about another half hour before it drops in fully. And I'm going, okay, because it was it was massive. And we waited the half hour and all of a sudden it, it dropped in. I actually physically felt it dropped in. I jumped. And she jumped when it dropped into my brain. And then it was done. And it was like, we are the ancients. We are born. You know, be warned, be warned for because we are born. And it was like, okay. The entire uh, huge conference uh, room filled with rainbow light. Uh, People were going, people were walking out of their stalls with gifts for me. People were coming from everywhere and I'm going, what is going on? I was like, I'm like, what is happening? But people could feel the presence of this intense um, ancient energy. And they call themselves the first energy from God. And there is 12 of them, Jesus included in them. And uh, it's it's really what's happening for me now is it's taken two decades. For, for, for it now, now I don't channel per se. I just, it's almost like my brain flips a switch. Okay,
0: and, and they come through and go in.
2: And they, they just do their thing. There's no, it's almost like you're talking to me and you're talking to them at the same time, but there's no difference. Like there's no accent, it's...
1: No change in diction.
2: No, nothing. It's just because... You're channeling, but it's you. Like, like it doesn't sound any different. Like you know, it doesn't not no. like changing. Yeah. It's a full integration, and what they told me is that I am actually the bunny in the body this time around. So what happens with this Councils of Light that you're channeling your Councils of Light, You, you know, what happens is that one member of these councils agrees to come into form... To be a portal for the rest of them to come onto the planet and to help humanity. And so for you, you only just told me that you've got got lots of energy now flooding into my system while you're saying. Absolutely, because what's happening is you're the bunny in the body this time around. You're the one that has agreed that you would be the portal for them. And so this is what's happening. I mean, I've had so many clairvoyants and people look at me and go, oh my God, you've just got this portal of those divine beings coming and going all of the time and they go do you know that and i'm like,
0: oh yeah i'm well aware yeah. <laughs> so daniel you've got your hands full first of all i <laughs> know <laughs> honor, oh, honor, honor and respect you
1: <laughs> all i could ever have asked for and so much more
0: oh bless you um, and to, like Sandra, because like what like it's resonating with me so much, and like I can tell you that my my team are agreeing with whatever you're saying because I've got huge amounts of energy coming through. And you know, can you speak to our listeners because you know we're ascending, we're going into five D. Everybody is experiencing activations you know, we're suddenly our gifts are opening up, you know, for me in the last six months, I described to you before we came on air, you know, this council of light have contacted me, I'm in regular communication through my meditation, they channel through me. Um, What's your advice as somebody who's been doing this for a long period of time, And you know, you're very in touch with your team. How would you speak to someone like myself, who's just kind of opening up to this? And I know some of our listeners will be going through this as well.
1: We have a friend who is an unbelievably gifted guitarist. He's a professional and he was very excited because he was going to have a class with one of the great flamenco guitarists in Spain. And he was really looking forward to learning all of these exotic things. And for the whole hour, this master, spent the hour focusing on his hand position Mm -hmm. and how he held his guitar. And so what I want to say is that the basics are never something that we can forget, that we need to revisit our basics daily. And that wherever we're going, we are messengers. We are catalysts, Mm. but our basic practice, our meditation practice, our prayer practice, our breathing practice, Mm. our mantra practice, these are basics that we do every day. And so to answer your question, I would encourage people, whatever they're experiencing, never lose sight of their practice, of their basics. Mm.
2: I, I really love that because I, I was going to say that, first of all, first and foremost, meditate, 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 because going within, you're, sh- first, you're shutting out the 3D world for a moment in time mm. and you're allowing yourself to actually focus within And every time we work with people in our free programs or, you know, clients, we actually ask everybody to imagine a column of white light coming in and down and through you. You can do this, Alois, you will love it. So a column of white light coming in and down and through you. And this white light is the perfection and divinity of you. What this is, is it's your true self. It's your real self the one that is not driven by unconscious programs the one that supports uplifts and is already ascendant already enlightened so when you say we're coming into this i would like to amend that a little bit and say we are already there we have just gotten what it feels like sure. to be right so so everybody just imagine the white light your true self and really create an incredibly strong connection your true self because there is nothing more important because it's through your true self it is that part of you that brings through the divine guidance it's that part of you that will always give you the answer the other thing of course is is get yourself a spiritual mentor and we have had mentors all of our lives i mean obviously for me from three jesus was my first mentor but we have invested a fortune in ourselves and we've been absolutely blessed to have some incredible mentors who really know what it's doing I've had a an intense spiritual education things that are not even being taught these days and uh, it's really held us instead so that when we teach people now the people who come and work with us they know they're going to go really deep they're not going to get surface stuff they're actually going to go to a place where, where we, the ancients, can be a little bit tough with them and they don't let them get away with saying, oh, I've got so much to learn from this. They say, no, you've got a program. You, all you have to work out is what is the program and change it. Tough love. Yeah. So it's really it's, it's deep spiritual wisdom and I would say that meditation, mentorship, making that connection with your true self and always, always being so mindful of what you're saying, how you're saying it, and how you're showing up. Because if you go into judgment, um, worry, if you start feeling anxious, jealous, rage, if you're feeling any of these low-frequency emotions, Mm -hmm. first of all, it's because you've been triggered. Mm -hmm. And so the moment you feel them, you go, oh, okay, I've got a story running. What's the story, right? What's the story? Because once you know what the story is, you can change it. Mm. So you're always changing your frequency. So the last thing for me would be, not the last thing, but the next thing would be master your frequency. Because the moment you begin to master your frequency, everything changes. You open up to the wonder of what is beyond your 3D body and come into the absolute miraculous state of your 5D and beyond true self
0: beautiful beautiful and I think yeah this is the thing that everyone is mastering you know currently and we're recording this interview and it's like a day after the the election (laughs) you know so that topic couldn't be more prominent than now um you know that advice of going inward and I think personally you know I've been well I'm not worried in the slightest with everything that's happening it's so interesting for me like you know they say that people go can only go as deep as they've met themselves and and i and i really i just know everything that's happening is divinely planned and divinely orchestrated and you know the best thing that we can do now is really go inward and connect with our real our own truth um that's right and you know kitty you
2: just described something very important essentially you just said i'm neutral right and neutrality is one of our soul's eight superpowers, and neutrality. Another word for neutrality is enlightenment. And when you're in that state, mm-hmm. you can be an observer of what's happening, and you can trust that everything is unfolding as it should. Mm-hmm. And we we have been absolutely diligent this year about teaching people pray and meditate on the highest and best for everyone concerned, for the whole of humanity, right? And trust that that is what is unfolding.
0: Mm. Yeah. And Daniel, what would you like to say about kind of what's happening at the moment and, you know, what's your your feeling on it all?
1: I believe we're going through a birthing process. And one of the ways I understand this is that this is a process that is part of the 26,000-year cycle. And when you go through a transition in a cycle that is that long, that Mm -hmm. big, it doesn't happen instantaneously. It takes longer than any of us would like it to take. And so we really have to be very patient. And I love what you just said. And I would add to that, one of the principles that we teach is not knowing having a beginner's mind and surrendering to not knowing and as you beautifully said and trusting that everything is working out for the highest and best mm. for no concern and so this birthing process and I I I'm very mm. confident and certain I have an inner knowing that Humanity is entering a new golden age, but I don't know the exact timing. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to know that. Mm-hmm. I need to support that, love that, share that, but I don't need to know the details.
2: You know, Eloise, I've just been listening to Daniel and listening to you and going, wow, a penny just dropped for me. Our work is about clearing the unconscious. All of the stories, the lies, the things we've made up, all of the trauma, the grief that it, that has that is in our DNA, in those millions of miles of DNA, and that they affect the way our genes express. And what's going on now, just think about this, everything that we're learning that has been going on in the world is kind of like the unconscious mind. All of a sudden, the unconscious okay. mind. It's all coming up for us to see so that we can get clear and free of it Mm -hmm. and come into this brand new place And because the unconscious mind is definitely running everybody's life more than 95% of the time Mm -hmm. and we don't know it. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't you say that that's the perfect example of what's been happening in humanity? Like all of these people all over the world have been running the show and working toward an agenda that really doesn't serve us the same as the unconscious mind, Mm. and will create a lot of pain and trauma and drama, the same as the unconscious mind. But now that we're we're able to see it and feel it, you know, those of us who are waking up can go, oh, okay, so that's the story. Well, that's not my story anymore, Mm. right? What do I need to do? I need to stay in trust. I need to stay in integrity. I need to be part of the solution, not the problem. I mean, this is really, I think that's what you're calling labor pains, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean. yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs>
1: like, yeah. it's also, the Upanishads said the world is a dream and we are the dreamer. And the pr- process we're all going through is an awakening process. In mm-hmm. fact, we have a chart in Codebreaker that describes the awakening process yeah. as raising our consciousness and clearing our programs. And together, we raise our consciousness into a, what we call a state of integrated wholeness. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, uh,
2: wholeness, Kitty, I used to, my whole life, it was like enlightenment, enlightenment, oh, right from a small child. I just wanted to live as an enlightened being. And then we had an evening where I was bringing through one of these divine energies and a whole big circle of women and one man up the back with his arms around his uh, girlfriend. And uh, this divine energy just spoke for about, I don't know, what, half an hour or something. And then he said, does anyone have any questions? And the guy shot his hand up and he said, I've got a question. He said, what do I give my, what, what can I give my beloved? What is the greatest gift? that I can give my beloved. And the words that came out of my mouth changed our work from that moment forward. It was the greatest gift that you can give your beloved is your own wholeness. So that when she looks into your eyes, she only sees her own wholeness uh, shadowed back to her, mirrored back to her. So she doesn't, you know, see her judgments, her smallness, her ugliness wholeness and we realized that we had to go beyond enlightenment into wholeness just like we realized we had to go beyond positive into neutrality
0: Mm. yeah that's beautiful and i think you're so right with what you're saying i really see it as humanity's collective shadow coming up you know and of course microcosm macrocosm whatever's happening on a major planetary scale is happening internally for Mm -hmm. us you know, I've I've been finding that so interesting, you know, judgment has been the thing, you know, Um it's been so interesting for me, like um, obviously humanity is being asked that you we know that we want to come together in this unity consciousness. And of course, everybody's kind of in this polarity place where if you don't have the same political opinion, you know, and I have that in my relationship, you know, we don't have this, you know, obviously Sandra knows my husband, you know, we have, we come from Matt and I come from a very different place. And it's been so fascinating for me because it's like, oh, all this stuff that's happening out there is happening literally in my life too. And it's, you know, a really important lesson for people. I think listening is that whatever happens on a macro scale will happen on a micro scale. So, yeah, the collective shadow is definitely coming up. We're definitely being asked to integrate all of those shadow aspects of ourselves. Um, but I would love to know your great awakening story, because obviously, you know, you, we've known each other, how long, Sandra? Three? I think three years? Is that well, right? got, yeah, I think we met in Marrakesh. That's right. Like, yeah, no, so not quite three, it must be maybe yeah. two years. Oh, is that a... Maybe. Okay, nice. I think we've known each other lifetimes. <laughs> <laughs> it does
2: feel like that I've known you forever, Eloise.
0: Um, yeah, awakening. It's like... Um, well, I meant maybe around the great awakening rather than, because I appreciate, you know, you guys have been, you know, we, we awaken in many levels, but i be yeah. keen to know, you know, what happened to for you at the start of COVID, for example?
2: Yeah. Well, the start of COVID, we realised that our business was gone. And so right. we had... It had to adapt because people work with us when they hear us in person. In physical, right. They can feel the energy. They have a oh, shift. Man. And so we had to adapt very quickly and become uh, Zoom people. And guess what? What we found, and this was a real eye-opener, was that as we were doing the work, giving people transmissions of divine energy, giving them activations, opening their third eye, taking them through the platinum system, that Some people who had been working with us for 20 years were saying, that was the most powerful thing we've ever done with you. And it was like, oh, hang on a minute, what is this?
1: This is a man who had worked with us for literally 20 years. He'd even been to seven- and ten-day retreats with us at our spiritual retreat in New Zealand, which was a power place of unconditional love. And he said, this is even more powerful now.
2: Yeah, so what we realized is that the more you dedicate yourself to being a full emissary of God. Uh, the more this so is what you were talking about before. Really? The more you dedicate yourself and you don't lose track of who you are and why you're here, the more the information comes. We're noticing, we do free global meditations every Friday night and they're getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And now we've started throwing out challenges to people. This week, we're giving them the no complaining challenge. And next week, they're going to get the no judging yourself challenge. Each week, we're saying to people, be mindful, become aware. This is how you grow your consciousness. My my first real awakening or enlightenment experience definitely happened when I was 18. And I think a lot of people who go through near death, death, have major accidents or major losses, had similar experiences and um my right ovary burst in the middle of the end of year exams and uh, I got my mother rushed me to hospital it was very interesting because I rang her up and I said I said mum I'm dying and you know if an 18 year old rings a mother up and says mum I'm dying they go okay sweetheart I'll, I'll see you later right and she just slammed the phone down and was right there took me to hospital and um that was like four in the afternoon they couldn't find a surgeon so I was actually dying. And as I was going through that process, I was in this incredible, euphoric, blissful state. And that's when I experienced platinum for the first time. There, A peace descended through me like I've never, ever felt. I knew mm-hmm. I was love. I knew everything was love. In fact, there wasn't, there wasn't anything that wasn't love. Mm-hmm. And I had an awareness of everybody else, of what they were going through, of how I was affecting them, I actually went into trust. It was like, okay, whatever's unfolding, I can trust that I'm going to die or not die. It doesn't matter. Death was preferable at the moment because it was feeling so good. Okay, 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 not painful. Good. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't. It was the pain had gone. When, when you're that close, the pain's really gone and you're in this different place. Um, there was an integrity to it. It was almost like my body, mind, and soul were strong, and I was completely neutral. Wow, that was an experience. Nice. And, um, and I was in this unity consciousness where I looked at my mother, the doctor, the the other other patients and the nurses, and I, I was them. There wasn't me and another. there was I was they were all me. and And I was very mindful of what I was going through and what I was feeling. So when the the uh, surgeon finally walked in, very late that night, and he looked at my stomach. He said, oh, it's such a shame to cut up that beautiful 18-year-old stomach. Oh, my goodness, as only a man could say to a dying young girl, right? Um, Sorry, and uh, And and I just looked up and said, well, don't, because I'm really happy where I am. And it was such a shock to me. I mean, I only said yes to the surgery because my mother was begging me to have it. And when I woke up, I was in a trashed-out, pain-filled body and I was so angry because I no longer, I was no longer living as that platinum being, I can tell you. It was like drugged up, pain and everything. Oh, yeah, of course. It's empty reality, literally. Yeah, but Eloise, having gone through it and understanding, what I knew immediately was that's where I want to live That is humanity's natural state. That's who we are. We are that. And we have simply forgotten it. We're playing out our stories. We're believing our own lies. Mm. We've got no idea. If it's not love, it's not real.
0: Mm, Beautiful. And, Daniel, what about you? I'd love to know yours.
1: Well, the first oneness experience I remember was when I was seven, the next.
0: We you were young starters.
1: <laughs> yeah. We had a lot to do. <laughs> when I was 14, I discovered the ego mind code and it really threw me. And I had a very tough seven years. And when I was 21, Lao Tzu's The Tao Te Ching, The Way, fell off a bookshelf into my hand. Wow. And so I knew I needed to read it. And that was what I would call my first consciously aware awakening experience because that set the course of my life to explore and develop my own spirituality, which has been the major theme of my life. And when I was in my mid-30s, when I discovered my Dharma, I asked myself one morning if time and money were no issue what would you really great question?
0: Yeah, like? I used that question.
1: <laughs> and the answer that just bubbled up from inside was set people free. Mm. And it meant to be to empower them to set themselves free in whatever way they needed to be set free.
2: And we both knew that in order to help set people free, that we had to set ourselves free first course, because you, yeah. cannot, you cannot be, yeah, you cannot be a teacher of integrity unless you're walking your talk, you're living, breathing, eating, sleeping what you teach. And I think that's probably the reason why our students and clients trust us so much because uh, it's feel like, it. people feel it. it's like, yeah, Jack Canfield says, you know, they're the real deal, mm-hmm. and you can actually feel when somebody is just speaking to you. And they've got down pat and it's not coming from inside their heart mm. and so, and I, that's what i would i would really caution everyone in this incredible awakening stage that please really use your intuition you tap into your heart center use when your you're,
1: discernment your higher awareness
2: exactly when you're going to work with somebody really ask yourself are these people the real deal and are they going to love me even love me enough to give it to me hard. What are they going to love and support me? Because if the answer to that is yes, then then you've found yourself a very a blessing in the world.
0: Mm, beautiful. So just to recap, because there's been some amazing stuff that you both have said, but the key things to help us de- embody our divine frequency as such, like you were saying, Sandra, that the thing you've really taken away from this great awakening period is, you know, spending time on your vessel. So you, by the sound of thing, you've doubled down, have you on your meditation and your practices? And Is that right? We've actually doubled down on working with our students,
2: as in giving as much as we can free. That's what right. we feel. Yeah, because, and really, Eloise, this is enlightened self-interest, because as we're doing that with our students and, and we're, create, we're co-creating a, a huge energy field of love around the planet, that's for that's that's working. Yeah, everything on. is life and mirror. So what we do, right? we so yeah. yeah, we've really doubling down is a good way of putting it. Mm.
0: So uh, I suppose for our listeners, you know, they're they're keen to really up up-level their frequency at this time. Again, what would your top tips be? Uh stop complaining, stop judging, stop blaming,
2: uh learn to master your frequency, and you do that uh, through meditation. Uh, and guided visualisation, you do that by joining global communities like they have done here, by listening to high-consciousness people, reading the books that uplift your soul, that create transformation, not just inspiring, because inspiring is is really lovely, but transformation is what changes the soul.
1: It's experiential, it's not information.
2: Yeah, have experiences, Um, like put uh, yourself
1: on your mind.
2: Yeah have experiences, meditate, 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 master your frequency. I love what you said about community actually as well. Community is so important because what we're finding is, yes, we're able to go deeper with our community now because, because of this awakening and people are, are higher consciousness, mm. but the community themselves start interacting with each other. We they start coming each other yes and then you all of a sudden you're meeting your soul family and right now you need to be re- reunited with your soul family when you come into a group that is dedicated to uh, frequency upgrading um, enlightenment neutrality platinum in our case then you know that you are going to get so much love and support you're going to get wisdom from everywhere and you'll be able to share your wisdom which for me it's like yeah Don't be afraid to stand up, open your mouth and share Mm. the credible uniqueness that you are. Mm. Beautiful.
0: Beautiful. And how can our listeners connect with you guys? How can they find you?
2: I think probably the best way is if they go to thebiskinds.com. T-H-E-B-I-S-K-I-N-D-S, Biscinds.com. But the most fun way at the moment would be to join our uh, Sandra and Daniel Biscinds, Activate Abundance Facebook. Oh, I like it. It's a- yeah, it's a free group and it's about manifesting your own abundant reality and we do brilliant brilliant things we go deep with people it's a global community and that's where you'll really meet your ex-lovers mothers fathers aunties uncles the rest of your soul family <laughs> now, I,
0: I can't tell you how how many people are coming into my life at the moment that I've had loads of because obviously with the records I can check how the people the past lives I've had with people and it's like people are just turning up for me to sort of into clear the karma any karma that I've got with them it's happening too, um,
2: mm. um, Clearing Karma. What I do when I'm working with people is I actually tap in to the matrix of their soul and discover the event, emotion, and decision, whether wow. it be from this time, their um, their ancestors, or past lives, to what is creating the challenge and the trauma and the grief for them in this
0: one. Fantastic. And then we're able to clear it. Well, you've actually seen me do this with some I people. I was going to say, I think we did that in Marrakesh, didn't we? Because did. I remember having a powerful Egyptian experience. Right, and in Broughton Hall. Um, I was doing it there too. So
2: that what I'm finding is that getting clear, that actually if I really think about this conversation, the most important thing that we can do for ourselves so that we can live as this magnificent divine high-frequency being that we are, He's clear out the unconscious program mm. and free.
1: Our dear Wayne Dyer said, if you correct your mind, your life falls into place. Mm. And the process that we use, we have a four-step process called the quantum neutrality process, which is attunement, inquiry, correction, and activation. And the correction is this unique power tool that we use all the time. And that's where we identify and neutralise a core program Mm -hmm. and correcting the unconscious mind so that our life can fall into place.
2: So apart
0: from everything Uh else I've said, that is the most important thing that all of us can do. And you also said that you're doing uh, activations and meditations as well? Yes, exactly. And all all of that... All of that information is at Sandra
2: and Daniel Biscount's Activate Abundance Facebook group. So, um, that, yeah. And,
1: and the website.
2: Yeah. So yeah. do you want me to put the um, the Bitly link in here for that
0: Facebook group or do you want me to, well, you can give it to can people. You, yeah, send it to me and, I'll of course, I will absolutely put it in the show notes so that, you know, no, no problem whatsoever. But, you know, I just want to say that, you know, I've experienced these guys' work and it's powerful. And, and what I love about, like, you know, for me, I always loved your work because I felt like it was another dimension. Like I always, always felt like it was an activation and it was just powerful, you know. And so, you know, I really think the work that you're doing is, you know, so prominent and so key for this time. Um, so I want to thank, thank you. you for coming on, first of all. Lovely to see you both.
1: Wonderful. <laughs> you. Oh, so and lovely. Lovely. You're an amazing audience. Yeah,
2: thank you, Elvis. Um, I hope we can do this again sometime
0: oh it's been such a pleasure real pleasure and just loved having you both on and as i said yeah sandra i'd love to chat i'll chat to you about all the beings that are coming in but yeah we must get you back it was wonderful thank you so much for listening to the dharma live podcast i do hope you enjoyed this episode please come over and say hello on my instagram our facebook group and also please let me know what you thought so if you are listening please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to